Hello everybody, welcome to the very first episode of The Music Bleachers. I am Callum, I'm going to be your host, and we're going to be having a few different guests joining me each week as we discuss new album releases, review that type of content, might even jump back in time, have a look at some old releases or some great tunes from, say, 2010s, etc. Um, I'm joined on The Bleachers today with Nathan Chinnick. Welcome, Nathan. What's up? It's good to be here on the debut. Excellent. I'm so excited. <laughs> so am I. This is very nerve-wracking and, ah, you know. It's okay. First episode, it's always a little bit nerve-wracking, but you'll be fine. It's You'll you'll see how easy it is. You get used to it, honestly. That's always good. But couldn't think of a better uh, panellist to have first time around. Nathan, you've done many podcasts in your time. We'll let you have a quick little plug here. Suppose I can. Um, yeah. Hi, everyone. My name's Nathan. Um, I am. Uh, I don't even know how to describe myself. I currently um, run slash host uh, two other podcasts. Um, Chin Watched, which is a movie podcast um, where every week I just review movies. Um, sort of similar to how Callum's going to be doing music where sometimes they're new. Uh, like this week we did the new Bill and Ted movie and sometimes they're old. Um, so it really just depends on what we're feeling each week. Um, generally I take like a, uh, audience vote on what the topics are going to be, um, unless it's new stuff, but there hasn't been a lot of that recently anyway. Um, and the other one is NBNA, which is a NBA podcast, which I have sort of more of a backseat position in the hosting side of that one, just because I don't know as much about the NBA as the other hosts, but I am in charge of all the behind the scenes and everything for that. Um, and they're both part of our new network of sorts, uh, Beans Podcast Co., uh, which this podcast is a part of. Um, so we'll have some sort of uh, social media website, something set up so that you can sort of access everything under that umbrella. But um, yeah, that's uh, that's me. Um, yeah. I'm not that interested. Thank you very much for that. Um, look, you've got two podcasts. You're better than me. <laughs> hey, you're gonna have two, so you'll be on. Well, the we'll see. Way. We'll see. We'll see the reception of this. If we get two listeners, that'd be great. If you get start two small. listeners, that's enough to start a second podcast. <laughs> Easy done. Easy. <laughs> well then, well then, all I need is a fifty cent carryover, and we'll be happy. Exactly. You know? All right. Well. First episode, I thought, why not start off with one of, I'll say probably one of our most anticipated albums of the year, which mm-hmm. was the 1975 album Notes on a Conditional Form. This was their fourth studio release album, uh, came out in the tw- on the 22nd of May this year. That's crazy. Uh, you know, it is crazy. It feels like so long ago as well. Honestly. So what? That was only f- uh, just under four months. That's kind of crazy. Fuck. I can't believe it's been out for that long. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we've listened to it a lot, but also, have we? Who knows? Hmm. Who knows? I don't even know. No, i got no idea. Um, yeah, why don't you, uh, you can talk about um, your history with the 1975, I guess. And like, what? You know, how yeah, long no, you've been listening there. to them and whatnot. Well, I think first... I don't know quite the year, potentially 
2014, 2015 was probably the first time I started listening to the 1975. Um, first song I remember hearing was The Sound and I mm. adored it, loved it. I played it about three years straight and now I just can't stand it. Just so overplayed Ooh. personally. Ooh. Yeah, controversial. controversial. I know. Ooh. Starting early, four minutes in. Um, that was, yeah, that was like the first... Um, of their songs that I really listened to. Um, didn't listen to the albums until much later. I remember um, when A Brief Inquiry into Online Relationships was released, you were in my apartment waiting for the 3M release. Was I? Yep. Oh, shit. <laughs> True. Yeah, no, I was. Years you're ago, right. What, two years ago? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. That's crazy. I was too. Yeah, and I... I think that was around like when I started listening to uh, some of their other singles. Like we had, what, Two Time You, Sincerity is Scary, that type of vibe around that time. So, yeah, I started pretty much like properly listening to them 2018. Yeah. What about yourself? What is your history with the 1975? Um, kind of similar. Um, same sort of time period of 2015, but I kind of just fell straight into it like, the first thing I heard, it would have been late 2015. Um, and I think the first song I heard was Love Me. So, um, yeah, that Excellent. was that's a good first one. That's still one of my favourites. Um, yeah, so I obviously, I had heard Girls before that um, because that was quite popular. But um, apart from that, like it was kind of never... I never knew who they were. I just heard that song and went, oh, yeah, cool. And then that was kind of that. Um, but then as soon as I heard Love Me and sort of the rest of um, I Like It When You Sleep, I was like, yeah, I like this band a lot. And then I think since that year, um, actually, yeah, because I got the um, Spotify like roundup for last year and it said that leading into – so every year before 2015, my top artist was Bliss and Esso. And every year since Classic. 2015 has been the 1975 has been my top artist. Um, yeah. So that kind of, and it's probably going to be again at the moment uh, we checked and 1975 is on the top of my list again for this year. So um, yeah, I have, I honestly, I think I've always kind of been into them since that point and I am kind of obsessed with them. Um. I don't know. I really like the different styles they approach, which, um, you know, I have a lot to say about the different styles they approached on yeah. this album um, because there's so many styles. But um, I really fell in love with, like, I was in the perfect um, time period of my life to fall in love with I Like It When You Sleep. And then I was kind of in the perfect time period to fall in love with Brief Inquiry. And then, like, Notes was, it came at such a good time as well. Um, and yeah, I saw them live for the first time, uh, September last year, um, almost a year ago now in, uh, two weeks, it'll be a year ago. Um, nice. and yeah. And then I saw them again in February, right before COVID hit, um, which I'm really glad we saw them again. Uh, and yeah, I don't know. I think, um, seeing them live has given me different opinions on some of their different songs, such as the sound, I didn't like it as much. Um, I think the first time I heard it, 
uh, after seeing it live, it like completely changed my perspective. And now I really like the song because it makes me think yeah. of those concerts, but that's kind of like a, a bias connected to an experience, I guess. But yeah, that's, um, that makes sense though. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, I've seen a lot of videos of their live performances and they're just so energetic and so crowd involved. They yeah, just look like 100%. so much fun to be in. They are really good. And I think, um, it really spoke to how good they are with, uh, I guess, crowd control, I guess you would call it. Um, seeing them at Laneway was a very different experience to seeing them in their actual concert because in the concert, everyone there is a 1975 fan. Whereas at Laneway, you know, not everyone is there for the 1975. Like, you know, they had Charlie XCX and like fucking King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard there. So like, you know, you've got a really large range of people and we even spoke to a few people who were like i have never heard a single song by this band and then by the end of it they're like dancing around and like having a, as good of a time as we were and it's like that kind of speaks to how good they are at just like hyping everyone up um yeah. but yeah i if you can't tell i love them um but yeah i have, oh, really yeah it's kind of surprising hey but you know I just I will ramble for hours about how much I like them, um, but I don't I know, want to. Do I know that, you could. But... <laughs> well, I mean that is what this hour is for. So ramble away. Uh, just touching back on as well what you said before is the fact that um, throughout their music they just they always are changing things. Um, some for the best as we've seen in the past. Some for the worst as we've seen now. Um, you have a look at all the different styles of music. You've got like slow sad as hell bops like robbers you've got uh girls which is just so upbeat a, a man who married a robot slash love theme iconic <laughs> i love man who married a robot it's fucking it is a, stupid and i it's love so it good. i um it's weird that like, like top five for that album so so good it's so weird that i don't really remember um like, I sort of remember where I was when I was, like, listening to a few of them, but it's weird that that is the only song that when that the title comes into my head, I think straight back to hearing it for the first time <clears throat> on the leaked copy uh, on a Frankston train. Like, that's, that song, for some reason, has just stayed in that part of my memory as, like, this is the one that you listen to on a Frankston train and just sat there and went, what the what the fuck is this? <laughs> but like, it's one. You that say I've that, developed. but it's also one of their most. It's just it's just so good, so so good. I if you haven't heard it, go out and listen it. to it. Yeah, hundred percent. Man who married a robot slash love thing. Okay, if you've Great. never heard the 70, 1975, maybe don't listen to that first. But <laughs> no, shut up, Nathan. No, go listen to this song <laughs> after you've listened to either robbers, somebody else, sex, girls, anything. Just. Listen to something so you're like, oh, this is great. Yeah. Then you'll listen to this and you go, what? Just what happened uh, there? Why though? Why? I'm just wondering. How did you create a piece of genius? Like, it's it's insane. It's just so different to music in it's general. It's so weird. It's so strange. I love it though. It's good. All right. So back on topic of notes on a conditional form. As I said earlier, released on the 22nd of May, which seems like an eternity ago. Um, we'll just go through the singles quickly. Um, we had uh, People, Frail State of Mind, Birthday Party, 
Jesus Christ 2005, God Bless America, Me and You Together song, and If You're Too Shy, Let Me Know. So I thought instead of going into the singles individually, we'll start track one. We'll go all the way through. Let's go track order. Just have some thoughts. Cool. All right. So starting off, the 1975, track one, the 1975. Um, I want to know what your thoughts are. (laughs) Okay. So I listened to... uh, So just everyone listening at home, the 1975 with each album, the first track is called the 1975. It is usually an instrumental piece. Um, This... For this it, album they've always had the same lyrics too. So all three yeah, have had the same no lyrics joke. for the intro track, but different melodies and different backing tracks to them. Um, so this, yeah, yeah, I mean, <laughs> this one was different. So they had first of all a gorgeous backing track, but they actually had uh, Greta Thunberg's speech as the track, one of her environmental speeches. Um, I love this so much. Um, I remember when it came out, it was weird. Um, I don't remember if they definitely counted down either from this song or to this song, but either way, the first time I heard it, I was just like, this is one of the strangest first releases from an album I've ever heard, but it was so them. Like, it's no other band. I don't want to sound pretentious, but no other band comes out. We're going to do that for an hour. Go for it. Yeah. Well, no other band (laughs) comes out and says, we're releasing a new album. Here's the opening track. And the opening track is just like an instrumental piano track with an environmental um, advocate, I guess you call her, um, speaking over the top of it. It's not to the music. It's not. Like, there's no correlation really between them. It's just the whole point is it's her talking. And um, I think it really brings the whole aesthetic together of the album as well as like, sure. their whole message now as well. Um, I think, yeah, and they've really tied into it. Like, it doesn't feel like it's just a pretentious, like, we're trying to save the environment. Like, it, it feels legit because you're like, you wouldn't do that unless you really meant it because there was some backlash, like some fans were like... Oh, absolutely. There was a lot of talk about how this was just a cash grab. This was ridiculous. This isn't a song. This shouldn't be on your thing. Yeah. I think it was quite timely when it came out. I 100%. think it was really important that somebody did something like this because it just shows that, you know, music isn't always about what we've known before it changes and it's important to get messages out there. And that's what music's always done. So, yeah. And he talks about that a lot. Um, Maddie, he talks about um, like how their music sort of evolves with time because like people ask, why is the last album so different to the first album? And he's like, well, music shouldn't just stay the same. Like the point of music is someone has to take that next step and evolve music so that, more people can pile onto that and evolve it more. And I think doing something like that as your first track, and then also every every concert, they perform it as well. Um, oh, they do. Perform it. But um, yeah, he, um, because the first time I saw them, obviously the album wasn't out, but this song was, and People, and that was it. Um, but they, it's they do it 
like halfway through, or at least they were um, before. They did about halfway through. It was kind of the transition into the last part of the concert. So it was before like Chocolate, The Sound, um, like their big hype tracks. Um, yeah. But yeah, he just like kneels on stage or like stands in the middle of the stage, no lights, nothing, um, while they just play it. Um, and honestly, it's like, I think that again, um, is kind of a bias for me because when I hear it, I think of those two times that I've heard it where everyone just shuts up, even at Laneway, people that didn't know the 1975 just shut up and listen and then like applaud it afterwards. And that's huge. Like for a band to do that is a really big thing, I think. Yeah, Um, for sure. Yeah, I, really I think it was it. really ballsy as well to release that as because as you said they did a countdown. I think they started from like fifteen days or something. Mm. Fifteen days of counting down um, for a song release, and then they released this. And yeah, it did have some backlash, but I think it was just great. Hundred percent worth it. Yeah, I I think sure. that's such a ballsy move as a band that's as big as them. Like really fucking interesting to do it, but I love it. Yeah. And yeah, so this wasn't actually counted as one of the singles, despite being the first song from the album they released. Don't know how yeah. that works, but I guess because it's it is not what really it is. A song of sorts. But um, yeah, in in speaking to that though, uh, it is one of my favorite intros to any album ever. Um, as it transitions into the next song, uh, it's it's the perfect way to transition. No. Um, no, into uh, the, the best song of the is... album, Callum. <laughs> no, okay, we'll edit that out. No, the next track two, which Nathan is referring to, is "People." It was also the second single released. It's a no from me, love. All right, so in my notes, I've written "absolute rager." <laughs> That's all I wrote. Ridiculous. So... No, just <laughs> am I about artists changing their sound? Absolutely, it needs to be done. Am I about this song, which compared to all their other songs is screamo? Like, yeah, nah, but, no, no, no. This is not. This is not what I want. You haven't seen it live. That changes no, okay. your perspective. All right, this is the last time you can say oh, it's better live in concert. Well, actually, I've been to Laneway. This actually no. is the last time because I haven't seen any of the other songs live except for me and you together song. So, okay, I'll allow you to talk about that. Okay, go on about people. Go on for it. Okay, people. Um, I actually don't have a lot to say about people. I just really like it. I think, <laughs> um, again, uh, lyrically, thematically, it fits into the intro. So you go from just Greta Thunberg talking to then like a full-on like punk rock song, I guess. Like, yeah, I guess you could almost say it's screamo because he is screaming for most of it. Um, I just mean compared to their other is, stuff. But... Oh, 100%. But every third word is fuck. Um, and, yeah, I just think, like, en- like the energy of that, um, even hearing it again. So even when the album released and, you know, me and my friends had our little, um, you know, uh, socially distanced listening party, I guess you call it. Socially um, distanced, guys. Yeah. Uh, stay safe distance socially please um so if we uh yeah we all press play on the album at midnight um even hearing it again uh i think it hits different um and it's just like that energy to really bring in the album like it just is that full 110 percent from them um and 
again, this is the second last time I can say this, but holy shit, it's good live, isn't it? <laughs> like, wouldn't know. It fucking slaps no. <laughs> live. It, the energy is insane. It's so good. Look, I might, if I'd seen it live, I might be able to like say, oh, it's fine. It was enjoyable live. The fact is, the song itself on the record, nah. I've written it's a no from me. Like just I just don't I just don't like it. If I wanted to listen to this kind of music, I'd listen to the uh to bring me to the horizon because they do it well. And if nineteen seventy five, if you're not gonna do it well, please just don't do it. Leave it to the professionals. Alright. Everyone's allowed to have their own opinion, even if yours is wrong. So This is my podcast, you can so shut good. up. Alright, I guess 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 I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, we'll move on. Track three, The End Music for Cars. First instrumental of the album. Of, like, four, I think there is. Yeah, four, something like that. Skip. Alright. It's a six out of ten for me. (laughs) No, I see, I... When I first listened to this, this was my favourite instrumental. I don't know if that holds up. I think it does. It's not my favourite. Yeah, no, I think so. I know what yours is, and yours is my least favorite. So. You hate that it's my favorite, but I can't wait to talk we'll about it. We'll get there later. <laughs> I can't wait to talk um, about it. <laughs> no, the uh, the end music for Cars, nice instrumental. I think it's a much needed change after People. Gets you back into like, oh, wait, we're listening to the 1975, not like Preachy Youngblood or something, you know? Um, I'm not denying it's nice. I really like it. I think it's a nice instrumental. Um, I just think... It doesn't really transition into the next song as well as, say, streaming does. Um, so it just kind of feels like it's there. It just kind of feels like it's just wasting yeah. time between songs. But then uh, again... Don't, I'd say maybe if you maybe you could have had a better placement on the album. Yes. If you transitioned from people to Frail State of Mind, though, that probably... Oof. That would be a bit jarring, I think. But yeah. it's a nice instrumental don't get me wrong but it's just that it's just nice you know what i mean like it's not yeah well actually that's now that you say that i think that's my yeah that's my that's why i liked the first time i heard it It was just a nice kind of it it almost reminded me something you'd listen to solo like drive near trees and sunset and all that yeah stuff yeah i feel that it's nice you know it's cool like it can't complain all right (laughs) moving on track four frail state of mind all right this one's one of my favorites. Um, I really like it. This was the second single, right? I guess third single after people and we'll go, we'll go second. We'll say there second. Was seven singles for this album. Seven crazy, right? They just kept dropping them, and I was like, "They're releasing Stop, the whole album." And then I realized the album was like twenty songs long. I was like, "Never mind." They didn't release the whole album, did they? Um, <laughs> so yeah, I really like Frail State of Mind. I don't have a lot to say about That's good. it. I think it's lyrically one of the best uh, songs on the album. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, I like that it had that. It kind of has that like nod to a brief inquiry, and it kind of sounds like a reminiscent like love letter almost to two time. And yeah. it's just really, it's yeah. I'm here for it. I feel that. Um, but yeah, I don't have a lot to say about it. I just I like it. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. Well, yeah, you'll notice that a lot. A lot with these some of these songs, you just don't have a lot to say about because this. Keep in mind, this album does have twenty two tracks. It's so long. A lot of them are almost filler tracks. Unfortunately, some of them I just forget but exist. So legit, I was writing some of them down. I was like, I've never heard of this. Yeah, this but then I listened it. to it and I was like, Have I? I'm gonna flex. I was listening to it on vinyl, and um, 
yeah, I oh. some of them I just forget that they're there, and then I'm like, wait, this was a song on the album that I listened to. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> oh, another thing to point out as well, whilst we're talking about the vinyl, um, completely made from recycled materials, including yeah, the I meant to mention that, that when we were talking about yeah, 1975. Big fan of that. Very, very cool. Fits that very cool. um, environmental aesthetic that they were going for of like you know save for the sure. environment and shit. And I was like, cool, I, I like that a lot. Um, that was very good. Yeah. I don't like that it gets damaged easily, but that's fine. <laughs> Mine already has a scratch on the front, but that's okay. On the cover. Oh, no, not, not a scratch cover. on the brown cardboard. Oh. Yeah, and it shows up really well on the brown cardboard. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> but that's fine. doesn't matter. All right. Next song we have streaming. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's I fair. actually rate this one kind of... Not really that kind of highly. I I gave it half a... <laughs> out of four. I literally it? gave it like, out of four. I meant like instrumental-wise, the four instrumentals or however many there are. Oh, out of the instrumentals, it's second. Okay, um, yeah, that's fair. But it's, yeah, it's um definitely just kind of there. But what I wrote in my notes is that I feel like this one, to me... Um, I just kind of lump it with birthday party because it is kind of just an intro to birthday party and it transitions. Yeah, just extended. So seamlessly that you don't even notice it's going in. So for me, I find I... it hard to even rate it because I'm like, yeah, it's just an extended intro to birthday party. So I had to skip back to it because I was halfway through birthday party and realized I'd missed a song. And you're like, hang on a minute. <laughs> I had to go back and be like, what? Yeah, but uh, in saying really that, bit, moving that. on to birthday party. Unless you have something else to say about streaming. No, no, go birthday party. Birthday party. This is nice. This is yeah. some good stuff. Yeah, I like birthday party. <laughs> it's a good one. Easy listening, yeah. Um, This was one the that they on the teased album? for a while. Yeah. It's close for me, but this is one that they were teasing for ages. Um, The name of it. um, And everyone was like, I wonder what it's going to be like. It's probably going to be like me and you together song kind of vibe. Maybe it's going to be like a dance track. And then it came out and it was like this weird acoustic-ish song that's like yeah i don't even i don't i don't know how to describe it but it's not at all what anyone expected but it's no really not, good. not at all and, and he's got also the weird the first... like robot filter on his voice or something it's fucking yeah <laughs> it is also the first uh track on the album that has like those low-key country vibes that's like when they start to come in is with birthday party yeah, country vibes. Hmm. This is the word we're using because when we talk about country, we do not mention the 1975. Oh, I can't got, wait to talk about my favourite country song. Oh, yes. <laughs> because they've taken some aspect song. of country on this album and I don't know why. I, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. Neither am I and you know that. Um, <laughs> yeah, birthday party. It's good. It's It's good. It's good. That's just easiest, just easy listening. That's it. Hundred percent. Yeah. Um. What's next? Right. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Look, I think I like it every like I like it a little bit more every time I listen to it. Not saying that I love it or anything, but it's it's good. It's fine. Yep. Yeah. It I gets know. a okay. <laughs> okay. No, I mean, I mean, again, there's not much else to really say about. At least what four or five of these songs. This one's it's good. It's fine. I, I like it. If you're listening to the album, you'll enjoy it. But I won't cue it 
to listen to. No, I won't be listening to it on its own. But as part of the album, no. sure, it's cool. Why not? Yeah. I'm not going to skip midway through an album listen, so it's going to get played. Exactly. Yep. All right, then we've got Then Before She Goes. See, okay, so this one, I don't really get the hype on it. Uh, our squad that were listening to it for the first time all together, they all love this song, and they still do. And I'm just like, it's fine. It's not like... Yeah. It's not a bad song. Nothing on the album's a, like a bad song, but it's just kind of... People. Don't, don't you dare. Don't you... <laughs> shut up. I thought you were going to go worse. Everyone listening at home, it's people. Oh, whoa, I could. It's also don't. an upcoming song. Do we'll not get there. We'll say get there. it. Don't even think about it. Um, So... Yeah, all I literally said is that it's all right, but that's like all it is. It's just all right yeah. to me. I'm like, I don't know, but my friends love it. Like, they think it's incredible. And I'm like... I mean, it's good, but like, I, I just wrote, again, it's fine. Like, it's nothing too special. It's... I can't remember it at all. It so it's feels not. almost <laughs> too derivative of other music. You know what I mean? Like, it feels like it's just copying... Yeah other music a little bit um it just feels like a lazy song to be honest yeah a little bit i don't think it's very long either it's pretty short but yeah it's like two minutes to an hour <laughs> yeah something like that but yeah it's mm. fine it gets an okay from me <laughs> yeah it's fine you know again i'll listen to it when i listen to the album but that's it exactly yeah um all right moving on to the big boy jesus christ 2005 god bless america Another single. Yes. What's your thoughts? Yeah. Well, you see, the first time I listened to this, I, because what released as a single, I was like a bit let down. I was kind of like, ah, this isn't, this isn't what I expected. This isn't what I want. Clearly didn't really listen to it. It was, must've been one of those new music Fridays where it's already 1am and I'm like, Q, 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 skip in. Oh yeah, it's good. Uh, This one's (laughs) not so much. Yeah. Anyway. I listened to the vinyl about two months ago. Love this song. Big yes from me. Yeah, this is one of my favorites again. Um, It's, yeah, now thinking on it, it kind of reminds me of, um, obviously this came afterwards, but um, it kind of reminds me of some of the stuff off Folklore, Taylor Swift's album. It's that kind of acoustic, you you know what I mean? Like it's very stripped back. Because of... Yeah, all because of uh, Phoebe Bridges is on this song. She adds vocals and harmonizes with so Maddie. Oof. Literally, she makes the song so much better. And it was already great. It's just the melody is amazing. They harmonize really well. It's just, this is one I would say, if you're going to go out and listen to a 1975 song, particularly from this album, this is one of the ones you should listen to. 100%. And it's my favorite of the slow songs, I think it's pretty close yep. tied with the later one, but um, yeah, this one it it's one of my favorites on the yeah um, thing. I I think it's one of the best acoustic songs they've done. Um, I like oh, for sure. I think it's really stuff. it's right up there. Yeah, uh, I know a lot of people say it's very basic. Um, like it is kind of it does just sound a little bit generic, but I kind of like that. And I think it's something that they don't really do um, that much. But it kind of reminds me of like um, Paris almost. Like where it's, it's a very, little bit yeah, basic, very reminiscent but of Paris. it's still got that, you know, 1975 twist to it. And it's good. I like it a lot. 
This is one of the ones See, that I, I actually think listen it's... to a lot on its own. So, yeah, I, I've started. So I don't even think it's that basic. I think it's quite unique for this album, to be honest. I mean, having Phoebe Bridges, like, yeah, that makes it different, like, or, like audibly different. But I think they've done really well. I think they've they've hit it out of the park with this one. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's it's very good. It's it's great. <coughs> some might say it's a big big yes, big yes, yeah, big yes, big yes. He's a big yes from me. So. Okay. <laughs> Listeners at home, are you ready? Next next track we have Roadkill. Now, this has to be, just uh, apart from the 1975 track, this has to be the most controversial song on the album the, in the way that it's uh, it's effectively a country song, like or the 1975's version of a country song. It is... Phenomenal. I love it so, so much. I am so glad you love it because I... No one else does. <laughs> okay, we literally... The group chat I was just telling you about with, like, our listening party is... It was called this when we listened to it for the first time and it's still called Delete Roadkill of All Streaming Services because they hate Roadkill that much. And I'm like, I don't get it. I... I'm, I'm going to need one. you to get new friends. That's No, that's not an acceptable opinion. Leah, Yasser, <laughs> George, you're all wrong. <laughs> Steph, you too. Steph hates it. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. No, Steph skips it. Steph, stop skipping it. If we're in the car, we, we've queued this for a reason. Exactly. And that's and so we can have a I little jammy jam. love this song. She actually had to... Obviously, we haven't really been anywhere since, you know, um, lockdown started again. But uh, she had to set a rule where I was only allowed to play... Mm roadkill once every trip because i wanted to listen to it more than that and she's like i don't want to listen to it and i'm like i want to listen to it so we're going to listen to it once and that's it um i will honestly always stephanie i'm going to be having a word with you soon that's not acceptable (laughs) like you cannot put rules on god's gift as some might say like this is this is gold this is such a good song i don't want anyone to think it's my favorite but it is no definitely not it is so good i it was the weirdest shit ever. The first time I heard it, I was like, I'm in love with this and how fucking weird it is. Um, George even warned me. He's like, you're going to hate Roadkill. And I'm like, uh, we'll see. Does George hate it as well? He hates it. He can't stand it. Yeah. See, no, nah, no, no. See, actually, I think that the first time I listened to it, I was like, oh my God, what is this? It is so... The thing is, it's one of um, the examples of how they just change up the style of a song completely. This works. This is this is what this is what works, guys. Keep doing this. Do not do more people. No, stuff. don't say that because they'll do no. a whole country album. <laughs> they'll do. Oh it. yeah, no, please, no, stop. <laughs> I take it back. Do like country um, covers of like uh, Carrie Underwood and shit. Keith Urban. Oh uh, no, I'll, no, I'll have that. That's fine. Can you collab with Keith Urban, please? <laughs> I want, to, I want a remix of the Fighter. No, thank you. I get can't Greta in on it too. Worse. Come on. No, no. Don't even you put say it that, into but the like, universe, no, no, no. Think about it. It's it would be immaculate. It would be so good. You're starting something that you can't control, and I think you need to stop. Maddie, if you're listening, please, <laughs> you because you don't know who our two viewers will be or two listeners. Could be Maddie. Never know. Could be Greta. I'll tag him. Who knows? Well, I'm, I don't think she has a phone. Yeah, too much um, carbon emissions or something. I don't know. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Overall, great song. Give it a go. It's it's a good time. Yeah. yeah. All right. Then we got Me and You Together song, another single. 
This one's an actual favorite of mine. This is great. This is really catchy. Top three, probably. Um, Yeah. And I'm going to use it again. This song slaps. No, no, no. But but I was already in love with this song before I saw it live. So being it live didn't change it. Um, It didn't necessarily enhance it. It didn't necessarily make it any worse. It was just kind of like, I am so glad I saw that live. And that was it. Um, All right. Fair enough. What's that? Yeah. I mean, it's got some, it's not the most lyrically advanced on the album, song wise, but I think if you're going to put in the lyrics, I've been in love with you for ages, but I can't seem to get it right and not expect any single white indie person to be like, wee. Hey, wait a minute. That's you. That's me. Hang on a minute. Yeah, it is me. See? Hold on. <laughs> wait. Uh, I'm gonna, we'll edit that out. That's not Fuck, okay. I'm the target audience. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I feel that way with a lot of these songs. So. Honestly, um, but yeah, that I think especially because uh, when people came out, my instinct was like, this is very nineties themed, and then Frail State of Mind, I was like, this is also a little bit nineties themed, but like this is the most nineties themed song on the album. Like it just sounds directly taken from the nineties. Um, yeah, and but I'm I really okay like that. that. Yeah, it's my favorite era of music, so I'll take it. Yep. That's a lie. Why would you say that? It's not. It was just 2008. <laughs> okay, that's true. 2008, don't even, yeah. Every song on my stream is from like 20, 2008 to 2012. It's, it's a top-notch era. I'm coming back yeah. on the podcast just to talk about that era of music. And yeah, I reckon when we've, got a, when we've got a week of uh, no new releases, which I think is all of November... Um, we'll do 2008 2012. Can we just do one on the Black Eyed Peas, the end? Yeah, that was, <laughs> I was going to book that in next week. Good. No, because I, 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 off topic, I um, happened to look at the, I happened to look at the album about three days ago. I wasn't listening to it, I promise. Um, but the first five or six tracks were like all of the singles. So we've got like Meet Me Halfway, Boom Boom Pow. I got a feeling like all the good stuff. And I was just like, how did this album not like this should have charted like number one for years. Hmm. But then you hear the second half of the album and you're like, oh, this is why oh, it yeah. didn't chart for years. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I, I wouldn't know. I've not listened to it. Man, they so. peaked on the singles. I'm telling you that. Fucking hell. The rest of the album is a bit shit. If you get it on vinyl, you just listen to the first side and that's all you need. Yeah, Maybe that's the fair. second. I mean, I don't know. I'll, I'd take the first half of the album on like side A and side B. I don't even need the second vinyl. BRB just that. searching it up on Discogs. See if I can find a copy. <laughs> Please don't. Get a get, get a seven inch with some of the singles. Go for that. But yeah, get like buy... I got a feeling on a seven inch. Oh, that would be kind and of sick. And meet me halfway. I reckon that'd be be sick. That would kind of bang, wouldn't it? Mm. Um. But yeah. Anyway, back onto the nineteen seventy five. Oh yeah, I forgot. Oh, uh, me and you together, good. song. It's good. It's it's a yes. It's a yes from me. That's yeah. it's a yes from me. Still one That's of my favorites. Really, hundred percent. Yeah, I'd say it's it's definitely in the top half of the album because there's a clear line um, mm-hmm. over songs that you will listen to or songs that are just on the album. Um, this is definitely one I would cue. It's been in. It was in my I don't know March playlist or whenever it was released. It was in there. Had a had a good book. It was a good time. Yep. Uh, next song, I think there's something you should know. Um, look, forgettable. This one's kind of grown on me. Um, 
the first time I listened to it, it kind of just lumped in with the other songs that sound very similar. Um, yeah. But over time, like the more I listen to it, the more I like it. I think I kind of have started to appreciate it a lot more. Um, I still think it's fine. Like, I don't think it's the best song on the album, but no, I think the lyrics are interesting. Uh, I enjoy yeah. some of the composition in it. Um, still not a favorite, but I no. think it deserves I mean, it, a, bit a bit more appreciation. Uh, I mean, it's more upbeat than, well, I don't want to say more upbeat than some of the other songs. It's, it's upbeat. It's a good time, I suppose, but it's pretty forgettable. I mean, I didn't know this was the t- title of a track on this album. I had no clue until I wrote it down. <laughs> well, that proves how forgettable it was for you then. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Sorry. No, uh, yeah. I'm not really. No, you're not. <laughs> Don't say you are. No. There's um, only one song I care about on this album. Well, yeah, we'll get to that one whenever we get yeah. to it. We'd be getting close, wouldn't we? We're almost there. Very close. We're four or five away. Yeah, true. Um. Yeah, anything else to say about this one? Because I'm just kind of like, it's okay. No. I like it, though. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Um, All right. Next next up? Yeah. Or you got something else to say? No, yeah. No. no. What's yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, no. Ooh, yeah. A good one. A very good one. Nothing revealed, everything denied. I'm going to be honest. This one has oh, gone no. opposite of the last one. <gasps> uh, I loved it the first time I heard it. Um, no. Today, when I listened to it, I was like, I don't know. I think it's fallen down my rankings a bit. Um, That's unfortunate. Still like it a lot, no doubt, but it's no not, doubt, no doubt. not quite a favorite anymore. Um, I still I, like I it. I can understand how it's not a favorite, but I mean, it's it's pretty good. It is in the top 10, surely. It has kind of traded places in my rankings no. with the next song. Um. Really? Yeah. You must uh, have, hmm, okay. I don't know. Right. I yeah, but what, do you like this song? Because clearly you do. You I said do. You like it. I yeah. do. I think it's quite good. I think it was in. I think I've always liked it since I first uh, listened to it. I find it to be quite a beautiful song. You know, slow piano start. The greatest like callback lyrics ever, which I think you'll agree with me on. I never fucked in a car. I was lying. Yes. Um, yes. This is a throwback to Love It If We Made It, where he says, we're fucking in the car shooting heroin. Which so, is, that's one of my was, favorite songs of theirs in general. Yeah, that is, a like, I think, widely believed to be one of their best, or like top I'd say five, so. top ten. Yeah. Yeah. A great song. Iconic starting lyric to the song. And now what you've done is you've made a, a not equally great, but like a really good song, and you've called back like that. And I was like, yep. Yeah, here for this. Maddie knows what he's doing. Yeah, it's Big good. Fan. It's a good callback. I like it a lot. Um, and there's a couple of those moments on it, I think, where they like kind of throw back to older songs. Yeah. And I'm like, nice. I rate that. Yeah, it's not new to them, but this was quite a big one, I thought. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, good. Like it. Yeah. Hmm. Angry. All right. Next up, we've got Tonight I Wish I Was Your Boy. What do you think? <laughs> First off, I think it had a bit of a bit of an odd opening. It was fine. Oh, the opening's incredible! Fucking mm. chipmunk, Maddie. <laughs> no. I look no, most no. of the time. I listen to it. I skip that, um, because I just like the actual song. Um, 
it's very the song's definitely better but the the opening i think just uh, tarnishes it sometimes go for me yeah (laughs) um it's another like jazz track uh basically the exact same as sincerity is scary uh from the last album but i think that's why i like it because that was also one of my favorites from that album so then listening to this i was like wow i really love this song um and yeah now it's probably up there in like one of my top songs on the album because I don't know. I just like the, the beats funky, um, you know? Yeah. That's a fair call. The lyrics I mean, are cool. They're not yeah. nothing super interesting, but it is what it is. It's a good song. I like it. It is what it is. I think we'll leave it at that it because there's not really much what else. It is. it is what it is. Plus, you know, I just want to talk right. about the next one. So I do. And I just, okay. we've got to slog through this one so we can get to the <laughs> next one. All right, so next track we've got Shiny Collarbone, which is their third instrumental uh, Yep, on the album. Yep. Yep. No thanks. <laughs> no. Just no thanks from you. Just uh, <laughs> no thanks. No, no this, thank you. I'm okay. No. This is just some house music I didn't ask for. I didn't Callum, sign up for this. Callum, this song slaps. This song fucking slaps okay i, know I saw it, it live i saw it live no i don't think they even have played this one live this song <laughs> no they wouldn't have slaps it's so it just good doesn't though oh. it's so good i can't believe you don't like it i explain yourself go ahead have a, have a crack <clears throat> okay here we go <clears throat> it's good all right next one um all right we got okay next? is that all you were actually gonna say that or? is literally all i have to say about it it's perfect really all right. good well but it's just an podcast... instrumental so there's nothing to really you know nothing to comment yeah, on well, no it's, lyrics it's... so <laughs> my podcast i'm gonna have the last say on that song no 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 thank you skippy skip <sighs> that's not helpful. all right <laughs> okay next track i'm gonna talk about if the big too shy... of okay. the album <laughs> We'll set this up correctly. Okay, so the next track, if you're too shy, let me know. It was a cold, cold morning on the 23rd of April, 2020. And I was like, ah, it's 10 a.m. I best get out of bed. And I, you know, went on Spotify. I was like, oh, it's New Music Friday. What do we got? I'll cue some stuff for the shower. So a new 1975 song. And I said, oh, great, you know. Um, But I obviously... Too, queued too many songs so by the time i got out of the shower i was just listening to the rest of the queued songs in my room and then if you're too shy let me know the uh, edited single version uh came on through the speakers and life has never been the same honestly there is no this better way to explain it instant classic this has this is by far the greatest track on the album it is and it's just incredible it's just so good it is holy shit it's one of my favorite songs they've ever done. Um, I sure. still Top listen five, to minimum. it daily. Um, yeah, it is definitely one of my favorites of theirs. Um, the way you described it explains it perfectly. The only difference for me is that I heard this song for the first time on uh, concert videos from Manchester. It was some of their last concerts, I think, uh, were the ones where they played this song for the first time. Um, and holy shit, the first time I saw it, I was like, this is going to be one of my favorite songs by them. And I knew that instantly. Um, I think I watched those videos maybe twice a day 
because the song wasn't out yep. yet. Um, and then the song came out a month later, and that was maybe the best day of my life. Um, yeah, you know, not it exaggerate it too much. So good, but no, I don't think you're doing that though, because listeners at home, this is the greatest piece of. Uh, it's very good. <laughs> it's definitely one of the best songs of the year so far. Hundred percent. It's just so many good so good moments in the song. Um, the beat is so good. The guitar is exceptional. The saxophone solo is the best thing I've ever heard. Um, yeah, there's too much to say about this song. Uh, this is one of those ones where I will just say, please go listen to it. Honestly. If you're too shy, let me know. They've got the um, version on the album, which has a bit of a longer intro. Um, there's no difference. They're both, they both slap. This is Honestly, by far one of the best songs I listen the to album. the edit one a lot more often. Oh, you do. Yeah. But they're both good. But as part of the album, the intro is really, really good. So, you know what? I'm happy with either, but definitely listen to it if you haven't. If you're listeners to this and you've never listened to the 1975, I would say, if you're too shy, could very well be your first song. And I think that would kind of drag you into it pretty well. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, Also, if you are new to the 1975, as much as we love it, please do not listen to Chocolate first because you will not understand what's going on. <laughs> hey, chocolate means weed. Did you know that? Chocolate means weed. But you didn't what? know that. Are you serious? What? But you didn't, but you didn't know that. But you thought he was just nah. eating a dairy milk, didn't you? No. Whoa. Smoking a doobie. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm glad he's learned how to pronunciate since. Because it's just an Bro, ordeal that song, in the best like, way. It reminds me of like the fucking cursive TikToks that you see. Like it's literally that's what it is. Cursive. This is cursive TikTok. Hey, now call me spit because you know what she will. Oh, you gotta have that chocolate. Yep, that's that is the song. Beautiful. So you don't even have to listen to it anymore if you've never heard. Yeah, it. you just did. I mean, there's backing track when they do it, but anyway. Yes. <laughs> All right. Next, we got playing on my mind. What are your uh, thoughts? It's fine. I, this is one I forget exists really i don't hate it um it just kind of lumps in with another it's okay like that's kind of it 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 does yeah i mean i'm quite a fan of it i think it's quite good i don't it's not like on my top of the album or anything but i think it's a really nice song to break up i suppose where the album intends to finish i think it should have been pushed further to the back um and it would have been in a better place yeah i feel that Maybe even back to back with Jesus Christ, maybe. Yeah, actually, it could it could go well there, or it could go well with um, guys. Yeah, around there as well. Yeah, I like hmm. I like it, but it's definitely not my favorite of the slow songs. It's probably my least yeah. favorite of the slower songs on the album, to be honest. That's, but ooh, yikes! Oh, actually, that. no, that's a lie. There's another one. Uh, second least favorite. <laughs> yeah, fair. Yeah. All right. Well, moving on, we've got, uh, ha- what, Having No Head? I, th- eh. I don't remember this one ever. Um, eh, move on. <laughs> yeah. Next one. Oh, this, sorry, that was an instrumental. Next one, also an instrumental. What should I say? No, what should I eh. say is an instrumental? Well, Get Out. That. I would. That's one of my favorite songs. Sigh. It's, I, eh, it's fine. I like it. It's another, like, sort of dancey, like, not really dancey, but it's like an electronic uh, yeah. song. I really like it. This is one that I listen to almost every day. Like it's in all my playlists and everything. 
Really? Um, yeah, it's it's definitely huh. one of my favorites. Um, it's not my favorite, obviously, but it is yeah. one of them. Um, but yeah, I really like that song. But that's kind of all I have to say there about it. Go. It's groovy. It's cool. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Hmm. It's a bit groovy, um, you know what I mean? A bit groovy. No, I just don't. Sorry. I'm it's a bit, trying bit to be nice. I just, it's, don't you know? just a bit, a bit fine. Ah. Uh, <laughs> Do the rest in All ASMR. Right. Yeah, so the next song is uh, Bagsy Not In Net. Have you ever heard that one? You know, uh, you know Nathan, haven't quite heard of Bagsy Net. Forget that it exists. It's uh, Another F for okay. me. It's all right. No, it's no. fine. I, again, it's forget fine. what happens. It's my least favorite yeah. instrumental, so putting it out there. And also, yeah. it has a dumb name. Like, What the fuck does Bagsy Not In Net even mean? I don't know. Well, it's, it's not in the net, obviously. Maybe British people know what it means, but I don't. I kind of want to look mm. up what Bagsy Not In Net means now, because I really need to know. It's not even that good of a song to look up what it means, though. <sighs> no, that's true. But I still need to know. Uh, it's <laughs> when you're playing football, as kids, you would say Bagsy Not In Net, meaning I'm not oh, playing Oh, as in, in Bags not... Okay. So why did he put in why just bags not in net? It basically means dibs that I don't want to be the goalkeeper. Yeah, but why is there a why on it? Just say I'm bags. And also, bags why is it the net. fucking title to an instrumental? It doesn't make any sense. It's nothing to do with being in a net. It's not about well, soccer. Maybe you never played soccer while listening to it. Clearly, maybe you don't understand. Let's ask Liam. And they're Finn. above you. <laughs> oh, they're not gonna. Well, first of all, they wouldn't listen to this. No, they also don't listen to anything we say. <laughs> Yeah, well, that too. And also, Liam would just be like, as if you guys didn't know what Bags in Net means. Eh? Yeah, of course I knew what Bags in Net was. <laughs> I, I mean, I get it if you write bags. I just, oh, this must be one of those British things. That it definitely just It's got to be a everyone. UK term. Ugh. Fuck them. I hate those guys. I mean. Whoa, uh, Nathan, this is an inclusive podcast. I'd sorry. appreciate if you sorry. stay in your lane, Champo. I, I, I like the British. Sorry. Sorry, listeners at home. And. Uh, I think Nathan's got a bit of head of himself. Didn't mean to there. start another revolution or anything, but hey, that's sensitive topic. Hey, I'll give you a sensitive topic. <laughs> don't Ooh. worry, it sucks. That's that is my sensitive, sensitive yeah. topic. <laughs> I don't care oh, wait, if it's no, his dad <laughs> singing on the song. It sucks. Hold on, hold on. I've got eh, and then I cross it out and I wrote actually like this song. So apparently I liked it. Why I don't remember it though. About so this song. This is the one where. I don't remember anything about it except it's a song that his dad used to sing to him when he was a kid or something. It has a nice meaning, yeah. but the actual song Maybe that's sucks. why I like it. Maybe I did a bit of a Google. Who Maybe knows? that's why it sucks, because his dad wrote it. His dad just wrote it to fucking sing it to him when he was a kid. And then he's putting it on an album and being like, look guys, it's the second closing track. Get out. Yeah, I, don't I know feel why like I if they put... shit at Maddie about don't worry, but you know. It... Yeah, maybe you should calm down a bit. <laughs> slow down. Fuck. <laughs> No, like, I reckon if they put um, Playing On My Mind there instead and just deleted Don't Worry, with as well as numerous other songs, then it would have been great. Yeah, I think down a little bit. Better placement and deleting Don't Worry, even. Mm. Perfect. That, would that leads well. us into the final track of the album, the final track of the album, which is Guys. Thoughts? Uh, another one of my favourites. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, this last single this was. I really, really enjoy yeah, I forgot this came out like a week before the album. Um, and I was like, "Why though? Like, you didn't have to do that, did you? <laughs> like, you could have just waited." But 
they did it. So and yeah, I, I don't yeah, really, I really get like it. The song. Hmm. So it's good. It's uh, I think it's a great way to end the album. Yep, <laughs> it's good. It's, it's good. got a Give good. It a Why not? It's got good lyrics. It's got a good meaning behind it. Because the whole thing's just about it does. Um, them as a band and how much he loves his friends. And I'm like, I rate that highly. Like, you don't see a lot of bands making songs about like how much they love their guy friends. Because like, I guess yeah. you could say like it's kind of frowned upon by the mainstream. Like, not really as much anymore. But I guess to be like, oh, I love yeah. my friends. Like that is a weird thing for a guy to say. But like. I do love my friends. Yeah. Like, it's cool that someone made a song about that. Like, I really rate that. But, you know, um, Liam, if you're listening, I love you. All right, moving oh, on. sweet. He's not. Uh, we're he's 57 not. minutes in. He would not have made it this minutes far. into a podcast. He doesn't really like the artist. The second no, I, I started so. talking about if you are, hey, Liam, myself. Thanks for listening, champ. <laughs> <laughs> the second I started talking about myself, he tuned out. <laughs> he left. Um, Has left chat. Yeah, Liam has left well yeah i was just think i think it's a great way to end great way to end the album i think um pretty a good album a good time 100 percent. most of the time um yeah i guess i want to know your individual favorites like have you made a ranking i don't yeah. want to know the whole ranking but just i didn't make like a ranking top, i thought i'd what top five top 10 just the top 22 okay i was yeah, gonna do top good. three top three yeah. Even easier. I, yeah, well, I was going to say, I don't really have like an order to it, but I thought if we go through and I'll just say my top three, I think first of all, we've got Jesus Christ, 2005, God bless America. This is just, it's just a great song. The, as I mentioned previously, uh, Phoebe Bridges on this track really does make a difference and it makes it stand out to me on uh, like amongst the rest of the tracks on the album. Um, second up we've got me and you together song so catchy just a good time uh just yeah you've heard what we have to think about all these songs so top three jesus christ 2005 god bless america me and you together song and then obviously if you're too shy let me know it would be rude not to put that at the top um i am gonna go pretty similar to you but you're gonna fucking hate me Oh, um, don't. Oh. Okay, number three. <laughs> Is this in order for you? <laughs> yeah, number three, people. Uh, I don't care what Callum says. I fucking love that song. I am not normally into that kind of music, but I like their one. Uh, number and that two. that is because he frosts the 1975. That's not because, because of the song. I'll suck off anything Maddie Healy does. Um. If I'm being honest, um, number two, me and you together song. Banger, already said, it slaps. Uh, It's a daily replay for me. I love that song. Always hypes me up, Um, especially the whole last section of the song. Um, Just Mm. being like, been in love with you for ages, like over and over again. Best part of the song. Um, And then, yeah, of course, number one, uh, it's got to be If You're Too Shy. Let me know. Um, just bops. It just slaps so hard. The lyrics are so good. Um, the beat is so good. The guitar is so nice. Like I said, the sax solo is just my favorite thing ever, and it makes my ears melt every time I listen to it in the best way possible. Um, 
if we haven't already said, um, guys, if you want to listen to a 1975 song, please go and listen to If You're Too Shy, Let Me Know, because it's just that good. 100%. I really like it, and I think it is a good entry point to the 1975. Um, but yeah, that's that's my ranking. Um, nice. What about overall album ranking? What would you give, say, out of five? I don't know. Um I'm going to go three and a half stars out of five. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to have to agree with you there. Uh, actually. Or three. I don't know. Three. No, I'm no, going to go four. Three and a half. I'm going to go four because I think the songs that drag this album down are not bad, but they're just okay. But the songs yeah. that peak, they like really fucking peak. Like... They're really, really good songs, and it's about 50-50 for me, so I think I'll go four. That sounds really okay. optimistic, but yeah. No, that's fair. I, I think that's fine. I will lock in three and a half stars, um, just because, yeah, as you said, there's, the greats are great, but the bads are just, they're not even bad. They're just they're just a no. I just don't want it. Not about that life, you know? Not um, for me, thanks. And Leave I think if we look... <laughs> If we look overall for the 1975, it's by far not their greatest album. It comes in last. Yeah, where do you rank it with the other albums? So I say, I'd say a brief inquiry, uh, self-titled. I like it when you sleep, and then notes. Okay, I'm gonna go. I like it when you sleep is my favorite. Yeah. Then, brief inquiry and self-titled are equal. And notes is last, but saying it's last doesn't say a lot. Like no, it, and that's not, not saying it's bad. It's just saying not. that it's not their best compared to their other three. It's not their best overall. I think. Yeah. Uh, I don't like as many of the songs on Brief Inquiry as much as I like some of the songs on this album. But overall, Brief Inquiry is a bit more consistent. It feels like a full album, whereas this feels like For a sure. playlist. You know what I mean? Yeah, actually. No, now that you say that. And it's not even a well-organized playlist. It's kind of the point. I understand that it's the point. No, I know. But like, nah, I think if you're going to put in the effort, as as he did say, it is a no fucks given album. But I think that by doing that, you've lost that element of structure, which really separates a playlist, um, a playlist you can make of your um, a band's favorite songs. Versus them releasing an album. And I think that's really an important aspect that they just didn't include. It becomes a lot more apparent when you're listening to it on vinyl because you are listening to every song back to back. uh, And like technically you can skip them, but you know, you're listening to the whole album back to back and you kind of notice that like some albums, like um, I'm trying to think of an example, um, you can kind of pick a side. And it'll be like, yeah. oh, this side is going to be a little bit more chill than, say, this other side. But you don't really get that with the 1975, with notes. Um, you kind of, you pick a side and, like, so one side is, like, um, fucking me and you together song, then shiny collarbone, then if you're too shy. And it's, like, they are very different songs. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then you've got, you know, Jesus Christ is on the same side as Roadkill. So, like... <laughs> What? No, see, I'm not mad about that. I don't mind that. That's a subtle oh, enough. I know. This is so drastic. It's good that it's great. Yes. 
But that's what I mean is like, you can't pick a vibe. You can't be like, I want to listen to something chill and put on the album. And you can't be like, I yeah. want to listen to something upbeat and put on the album. You kind of have to specifically want to listen to notes and that's it. Like, And that's not a mood that I find myself in often. No. Like if I want to listen to something chill, I put on Bon Iver. And if I want to listen to something upbeat, I put on like fucking Crooked Colors. Black Eyed but- Peas. Oh, Black Eyed Peas The End on vinyl, which I'm going to purchase after <laughs> exactly. this podcast. Um, but yeah, that's that's what I think of it. But No, that's, yeah, I, I, I understand where you're coming from and I agree. Um, and I'm looking at the professional ratings because apparently ours aren't good enough. Um, Metacritic gave this album 69 out of 100. Um, we've got Entertainment Weekly, which gave it an A-. The Guardian, which gave it 3 out of 5. And then we have the independent who gave it one out of five. Okay. Well, I wouldn't the exactly audacity. go to the independent. <laughs> no, that's it. crazy. Because um... what you're doing there is you're saying, I'm giving this a one star, despite the fact that that album has, if you're too shy, let me know on it, which just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't go one out of five ever no. for this album. Um, the lowest I could probably go is a three. I think if someone gives it a three, I'm like, fair enough. Like I understand. Yeah. Um, any lower than that? I'm like, but did you hear too? If you're too shy, like, did you or yeah. not? I just, I'm wondering. That's all. I don't trust people that give it one out of five, nor do I trust people who give it five out of five, because this is no, this is not it. This is not their best work, which is fine. It's not bad. I, I feel like I have to keep saying it. it's not a bad album. It's good. It's good. You can put it on if you want. Yeah. But the singles make it. Like, the singles are great, minus people. Yes. Or including people if you're Nathan. Yes. (laughs) I love it. I can't help it. So good. And I think lastly, I just wanted to touch on um, the fact that millennials and uh, the lower, lower half of millennials and Gen Z in general just find so much solace in this band because of either the messages they preach or the music they produce or the moments in your life that they help, like help you reminisce. Yeah, I reckon for sure. I think that's why I gelled with them so much when I first heard them, Yeah, you know, still enjoying them. So like five years later, they're doing something right. Yeah. And like, especially um, on TikTok at the moment, there's lots and lots of people just, using the sounds from different songs on their videos and using the quote from Maddie Healy, uh, kids at the moment are living out their lives soundtrack to the 1975. And I think it's because they get it. They get us, which when I read it sounds really shit. And it sounds like I'm, it sounds like I'm <laughs> preaching them, which isn't wrong, but when he says it and he's British, so it sounds better anyway, he's, he says it really heartfelt and you go, Wow you are making a difference to you know all those music fans who just want a bit of a bit of that bit of that good cush listening in their life you know yeah i feel that i'm sorry i had to drag you into that <laughs> that's okay i'm glad i was there for it you know you didn't have to contribute you just had to like let me read it out <laughs> i just let it go yeah and i'm glad a band I'm for the world's happened. youth ah beautiful yep that's them all right, so that's Notes on a Conditional Form, the uh, 2020 album from the 1975. I gave it a 3.5 out of 5 stars. Nathan gave it a 4 out of 5. 
Um, lots of great hits, lots of, you know, misses, kind of, I suppose. Yeah, I guess we'd say that. But overall, not a bad, not a bad album at all. I would listen to it. I have the vinyl. I give it a go. Give it a smack every now and then. You have the vinyl? Well, that's crazy, bro. So do I. Do you collect vinyls as well, Nathan? No, that would be a pretty pretentious hipster thing to do, and I would never. Oh, yeah, no. Who I would have do Spotify. that? I don't need vinyls. That's silly. It is because you've already paid mm. what five ninety nine slash twelve dollars a month for unlimited music, or you can pay fifty dollars for a recycled. <laughs> edition of an album that you think is okay and then it gets scratched and then you never (laughs) listen to it four times and that's about it but no yes (laughs) i don't want to sound like we're giving this too much hate i think it's a great album i think it's quite good it's great for the times just i don't know having that kind of environmental um aspect being such a major focus throughout even their merch which we haven't mentioned their merchandise for this album they had printed on top of um pre-existing merch which hadn't sold yeah they just used old uh leftover 1975 t-shirts yeah, and just rebranded you them. pick which yeah you could pick which um thing you wanted to be stuck over the top of it uh and like you could even give them your 1975 merch. like they did it at concerts you could take oh, really your yeah um they didn't do it at laneway which was unfortunate but you could take your 1975 merch and give it to them there and they would screen print the notes thing over the top of it so you could have your already existing t-shirt turn into a notes piece of merch which is so cool like that's that's such a cool idea and it is a cool idea to recycle it like i think it's it's less wasteful and it's it's really interesting to do it like that so yeah but yeah and it just really fits with their overall approach for this album and i think that's neat it's pretty neato, isn't it? Pretty, pretty, pretty neat. All right. Well, um, yeah, give give it a go. If you haven't heard Notes on a Conditional Form by the 1975, give it a listen. Um, if you've never listened to 1975 before, as we've said, you know, listen to like the top five tracks on Spotify or something like that to get yourself into it. Um, but yeah, hope <laughs> hope you enjoyed the album review. Thank you very much, Nathan, for joining me today on the Music Bleachers no worries he's also got two other podcasts going on he's got chin watched and nba both on instagram as well yes both on instagram both just at chin watched at nba pretty simple uh and then on spotify and apple and we are starting to do proper video versions of them with camera so youtube as well i guess but that is that nba or is that both uh, NBNA has it already. Uh, Shim Watched is going to eventually. Uh, not yet, but that's coming soon. That's something. That's exciting. So, there you go. Something to look cool. forward to. And there's a few more podcasts coming on the horizon from the, um, Beans Podcast Network as well. Um, I won't say what they are yet because they're still all very much in development, but they are coming and they're not from me. They're from other people, but they're coming. So Yeah. That's exciting. So if you want to listen to more podcasts, but you don't want to listen to Nathan, there are some in development coming out soon. Um, I'll post about them. Nathan will post about them on Chinwatch and NBNA. So you can check those out. Uh, well, thank you very much, Nathan, for joining me today on The Bleachers and hope everyone that made it to the end really enjoyed the podcast. Um, I had a lot of fun making it, very nerve-wracking being the first one as well. If you're listening to this on Spotify, you can follow me on 
the music bleachers on Instagram. Um, that would be great. Um, got a few more episodes pre-planned with albums and artists picked out, but we'll be taking suggestions soon. Um, that'll be on my Insta story and stuff. But yeah, that's notes on a conditional form. Hope you all had fun listening. I had fun talking for over an hour. I'm sure Nathan had fun talking for over an hour as well. I um, did. But yeah. I love it. Well, thanks everyone. We will catch you next week. See you later. See you guys.